today's episode is brought to you by Pure VPN. Whether you're streaming, browsing, or just looking for a little more online security, Pure VPN has you covered. Rated 4.8 stars by TruePilot and seen on Wired, Yahoo Tech, The Huffington Post, and Lifehacker, Pure VPN offers blazing fast VPN services at an affordable price. Pure VPN also has features like internet kill switch, split tunneling, and the capacity to allow 10 devices per account, as well as 24-7 customer support. Right now, they're even offering a 7-day full access trial for just 99 cents and an additional 40% off their monthly subscription service. Use the link in the show notes to secure this deal and your online activity today. Are we recording? I think we are now. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> it's like the middle of like a really good chant, and then it's like, are we recording? Are we recording? <laughs> Dude, I was I was watching. Uh, before we forget and cause another 2020. Oh cheers. no! Boom. I actually I was, uh, listened to that episode, so I don't know if we cheersed or not. Oh, fuck. I hope we did. I hope we're not the reason 2020 happened. I've been tied up with my book, just freaking crushing it. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was watching this. Um, or I was doing a live unboxing with Keith. We were recording. So, like, it was just like this, where we see each other on, on Zoom or Skype, whatever. And Keith was opening a box of Magic Cards. And he... Got so excited on some of the things he opened, he fucking screamed at the top of his lungs. No. The way it cut out, like, when he screamed loud enough, the mic would cut out. So it sounded like he was falling down a cliff or a ravine. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> it was like trying gold. to protect the, like, the listener's ears. Yeah. Automatically cutting that decibel out. Wow, I did not know that. That's really cool. Well, like, I know mine doesn't do that. I don't know if yours does that, but to, like, I wonder if it's the program. I don't know, but, like, it sounds like kind of some expensive-ass uh, equipment for it to know automatically. Like, it's totally. getting to I'm going to cut this automatically. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. I was crying. I was crying laughing. <laughs> And he did it three times. He got that excited three times. I got to show you that fucking video after this. I know. That's awesome. Oh, my God. So he got some really good shit then. He did. I mean, he spent a lot of money to get that good shit. But uh, you can get, like, a regular box of cards or, like, a premium box of cards where your chances are higher. And the premium is very expensive. It's, like, it's like 120 or 240 for the Ooh, box. Yeah, but some of those cards are, like kind of get that back for you right yeah it, i mean Especially like I in think the he couple did. Months, probably yeah i think he did it depends sometimes the cards are worth a lot right in the beginning when the hype is the highest and some age well it's hard to say uh but what are we doing here what is this oh my gosh this is the alex and sterling watched up podcast my name is alex i'm sterling uh, this is where we watch Drink Review. We watch different TV shows and movies, in this case, The Mandalorian. We drink a lot, and then we review those things. Woo! Um, we are on episode four of The Mandalorian. Correct, Abundo. Uh Okay, your prediction was fucking so, so spot on. It's crazy. You just know the show. You know it's Bones, and you were like, there's no way they're going to go do what we want them to do next episode. <laughs> Of course not. He's going to get to where he's going or get somewhere and, and do some kind of mission. It, the show is about side quests, and he just went on another side quest. And I was honestly a little butthurt in the beginning that it was on another side quest. I was like, just give us the fucking Jedi. But <laughs> it was one of the best episodes. It was one of the fucking craziest ones. It was pretty legit. And I actually I had to watch it twice. And I'll tell you why. You're going to love this. This is the first one I haven't watched twice, so I want to go back. This is the first one I've watched twice. I watched it uh, on Sunday? Monday? I watched it on Sunday, I think. Yeah. And 
like Fal was doing stuff at the store or whatever, and I was like, I got some time. So I, I go to watch this episode. I had it must have been a dream. I'm from Sunday to Monday, I had such a vivid dream of a very particular scene that like my brain added to the show that I thought it really happened. But it was and it just did it? funny enough. And I was like, was that part of the show? I don't think so. Maybe. And I was like, babe, I'm sorry. I have to rewatch this episode. I think I like interjected something from my mind into the show and I can't tell if it's real you or not. You accepted yourself. I did. <laughs> and I, I guess it's not a spoiler because I made it up. But I had a dream that there was a scene in the Mandalorian episode four where Baby Yoda picks up an Ahsoka action figure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And I was like, "That's not real. Like, why would they have an action figure of her?" But it looked really real in my mind. Like it was everything was right about it, like coloring and the CGI and everything was perfect. And I was like, "I don't think that actually happened." It was a very weird moment for me where I was like, I don't trust my own memory of the show that I watched yesterday. Oh, so my God. That <laughs> is fucking hilarious. It was a great episode, though, I got to say. I really I wish... like the, I... uh, the fish guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I wish you hadn't watched it again so you'd come to this conversation and be like, dude, I love that part with the baby and the action figure. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the hell? <laughs> Did you rip this from the internet? Like, did you get an off-brand Mando? Um, I'm so confident. And that's why, like, because Ahsoka Tano is, like, this really important part that's about to happen, I thought they were, like, teasing, like, coming up to it. Yeah. And it must have just been in my brain while I was sleeping. And so I, like, woke up, and I was, like, trying to remember the episode and stuff, and I was like, wait. I don't think that actually happened. Like, there's no reason they would have had an action figure of this character. Like, that's the only thing that made me trip up. Had I not thought about the action figure and, like, it would have been something else, I would have just come into this fully saying, like, yeah, and remember that one scene where she was in it and Baby Yoda? And it's like, what? Oh, my God. It was so real. <laughs> that would have been so fucking funny. Uh God, he spends so much goddamn time on this planet, bro. So you'll have to forgive me. I'm not 100% certain of which planet this is. I think Navarro, but yeah. like I don't remember I don't remember it and what it's for. Was this the Vietnam planet? No, this is the epic uh showdown one. Where um, all the Empire was, and they had the big fucking fight, um, and where he went up in the jetpack and screwed up Moff Gideon. And um, he came down with his dark saber. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. This is the planet. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, was it the original planet where he got the baby? I don't know. I'm mixing up desert planets now. I think, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, really bad and gross and, like, nothing but, uh, like, bounty hunters and shit. And now, when they look at it, it's filled with, like, commerce and tons of different nice-looking species. Uh, Isn't it funny, dude, that, like, it's it's kind of bringing it back to the original, like, Star Wars feel of, like, if we clean this up, we can be a trade center for this side of the galaxy. It's like kids don't care about trade. I do. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Like, actually, that makes a lot of sense. It's a very lucrative plan for you to be a trade center. <laughs> this is very important for the economic well-being of everyone on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this half of the galaxy really depends on you. But oh, it's, God. Kids, kids watching this are like, I don't I, like they don't even hear that part of the conversation at that point literally like you're just waiting for you're you're waiting for the next action point when you're, yeah. a kid. you're like where it's, is it it's like the adults in the peanuts like lights to a fight and you're like yeah i'm in i understand everything that's happening right now and then blasters like they don't hear anything that's happening nothing nothing um 
make me laugh when he was talking about like wanting to fix this problem to be like a trade outpost. It's <laughs> like George Lucas, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, George Lucas was like, man, this episode's great. <laughs> Love this shit. Yes, true. They really get it. Star Wars was never really about lightsabers. It was about <laughs> trade. Intergalactic trade routes. Um so he he fucking his ship is so garbage and he needs a new one really badly. So he somehow this planet again is closer than the planet he needs to get to. So he goes back and sees a bunch of his old buddies. Um I remember Cara Dune's name. I don't remember the other guy's name. Uh look him up. The fish guy? No, not the fish guy, the other guy. The the lead guy. Um not the fish guy. <laughs> he was funny though. Man DeLorean. Looking it up. Uh uh Grief Karga? I God, I can't hang on to his name for the life of me. Okay, Grief Karga. Wait, the, what are you talking about? The black guy. Oh. He's, yeah, he's, he's like Arga. Yeah, like why can't I just hang on to that goddamn name? Because they never say it. They never say names. Yeah, Mando doesn't say his name, so who else? Yeah, and they call him Mando, so it's like, well, we know who the show's about, but no right. one ever says anyone else's names, right? Except for Moff Gideon. Yeah, they say his name a lot. Um, so. This place is booming. They go back, and this place is no longer a shithole. I mean, it kind of is a little bit, but like it's, but it's better. way better, way better. Um, I would live there now for sure. I probably lived there before. You, but. you kind of live there right now in in the part of Oakland you're in, <laughs> like the renovate, the gentrified. The, this place is not gentrified. It was lifted <laughs> up. <laughs> Gentrified! Don't talk to me about gentrified! Don't tell me about gentrification! Uh, Anyways, it's better than it was last time. Dude, and he fucking gets roped in to another crazy, dangerous mission side plot. Uh, it's not gotten old for me, but it's getting just a touch old. They, like, blackmailed him a little bit. Not blackmailed, but, like, kind of tricked him. They bamboozled him. Yeah. Oh, we'll fix your ship up good as new. And then they walk him over like 80 steps and they're like, hey, we need your help. And he's like, I can't. And they're like, well, we're fixing your ship and it's going to take a while. You might as well come with us. (laughs) Like, yeah, I can't go anywhere. I'm literally trapped. (laughs) God. Um, I would like, like, he. I get that they have to have a way for him to go into an adventure every episode, but can we make it a little different now? I'm just at the point. After this, I want to see it different. You know what I mean? What would you do different? I don't know, like a more natural scheme, like maybe the Empire attacks the village and he's suddenly en- enthralled and in- into the mix, you know? Like, he is forced into the situation, not like, come on, Mando, how about one more ride? You want one more ride, Mando? Yeah, instead of being asked or requested to go on a mission. Yeah. Like, the last few have been have been asked of him. The, the mechanic lady with the frogs, the Mandalorians with the ship. Uh, the marshal. And the guy whose name we already forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They asked him all. You're right. In the last three episodes, it was more of a like a request instead of him like falling under bad circumstances and being like, OK, I'm going to help you because helping you helps me like, yeah. which is I think that's kind of the thing they're trying to instill is like that's not really his way. Like mm-hmm. he's he's trying to help and he's like a good guy. But uh, that would be kind of a cool change is to have yeah. him just be on his way, actually going to where he's trying to go. And then he gets more, more or less like ensnared. I'll say it's like a good to- word. Totally, totally. I I just want it to be a, a touch different. Um, but it it got really crazy and like it kind of got real deep and revealed a lot. And that was 
almost like a twist how much they got into it so it kind of it it annoyed you a little bit like and when i say you i don't mean you personally but i mean the audience like another side quest but the payoff at the end of this episode was huge totally so that's kind of cool like i think they knew they knew the audience was like "Ah, if we do another side quest or we gotta give them something sir and john favreau's like fine give it to him yeah (laughs) god damn it we're running out Um, get me spider-man get me spider-man um so this side quest uh was basically like okay we have uh one more base empire base uh one more outpost of bad guys on the planet if we get rid of it then the planet is safe and then we can finally make it a safe trade zone all that shit it's literally one more bad guy base uh, they have something there, like, because they haven't abandoned it. Like, why are they still there? It's kind of crazy. But all we have to do is it's on a, like, a volcano. All we have to do is fuck around with the reactor so the place erupts, and then we're out. That's it. Um, so the guy you see in the very beginning, the blue guy that he has a bounty on, he's there working off his debt, and he has, like, 300 years left or something. <laughs> I know, which makes me wonder, like, there's no way that dude is going to live that long. So, like, I guess your debt is paid when he dies. God, <laughs> I it. mean, maybe as, like, like in his will, he's like, you have fucking indentured servitude owed to you by this person. I grant you this service. <laughs> I he owes me another 200 years. Um, or you can pass it on to your kids or whatever. It's just really fucked up. It's just slavery. It uh, is slavery. But I, I liked that as soon as he saw Mando, he, like, poofed yeah yeah (laughs) he's like oh shit (laughs) which like it's like almost like a squid inking like yeah like yeah (laughs) escape i'm in danger (laughs) it just made me laugh really hard i was like oh that's awesome uh i thought i this is kind of spoilery it's like reverse spoilers I thought because he's so cowardly that he was going to turn on them at one point. And I'm really glad he didn't. I kind of did a little bit as well. Or like, not necessarily turn on them, but just leave them. You know, like he was going to take off. Because he was their ride, basically. Mm -hmm. And I figured he was going to be like, and he tried. He's like, okay, I'll see you back at home. And they're like, "Mm, I don't think so. And I didn't know if he was going to stick around or not, but he ended up being all right. Um, so they they ride all the way down in one of these old school like Luke Skywalker speeder things to this spot. And uh, they were like, Wait, I got to interject. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two things. One, did you think that speeder was a bit of fan service? Totally. Because how how much later is this from when that speeder was in the other Star Wars? You mean like in their like timeline? In their timeline. And I mean this like, Probably not is this old. is this like an 86 Corolla? Like, is that what we're seeing here? Like See, an the old way, ass car? The way I think about, well, no, in the timeline, I mean, it's just after Luke and Vader killed the Emperor and all that shit. Like just after that. Like, it's just okay. after the last movie of the original. Okay. So so then that speeder should be relatively new-ish, kind of. Like, it's yeah. not an old piece of technology. Because I was like, damn, dude, like, don't they have new shit by now? Like, isn't this, totally. is this outdated? You know, because it's all future stuff, and some of it looks really old future. You know what I mean? Like, it's in yeah. the from now, but it looks like it's been around a long time. The other thing I noticed that I have to call out. Yeah. I'm probably the only person that noticed the speeder was right-hand drive, which I thought was strange. Like, you get oh. in your car right now, all of our driver's sides, in America anyways, are on the left-hand side. So we all yeah. of our vehicles are left-hand drive. The speeder was right-hand drive. Is that not weird? <laughs> I mean, maybe it was like a European space country. I don't know. I just, I noticed that and I was like, what's going on here? Um, that's very, that's a very good pull. Um, we have like our little like moment, I forgot to mention where you, 
you see Baby Yoda, like, they, they have to drop him off, so they put him in a little school, and he wants, like, space macaroons from this kid. <laughs> they were 100% macaroons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, there's going to be a lot of shit going on in this episode. Just give the kid macaroons. We don't need it to be fancy. No more money on budget. And the kid was, like, a little dick. He's like, no, you can't have any. I thought Yoda was going to fucking kill him. Or, <laughs> like... So funny if he just force chokes and like, <laughs> <laughs> or like goes to take a bite and like can't bring his teeth together to like. <laughs> that that would have been actually way better. He's like, no, you can't have him, and then like goes to take a bite out of spite and just like, <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. But no, he like force powers the whole pack of cookies over to him. <laughs> God, and that's all we've seen him use his force powers for is for food. Like, the last time he did it was with the eggs. Yeah, like, he, like, suctioned them all from the side. <laughs> He's like, come to me, babies. <laughs> oh, my God. And I like that. Don't keep... Don't do it. Don't press on the force powers. I love that. So it makes Mando look cooler and cooler the more you don't use Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, I... wait. Did I miss the scene? Was this the episode where he, like... In the little tunnel, and he's like, grab the blue wire. (laughs) Put the red wire where the blue wire was. No, don't let them touch. (laughs) Oh, I loved that. I loved that. Dude, it was so good. But I, I had to watch this a second time, and Fal was watching it with me. I think it's only good in context. Like after building a relationship with these characters is is that hilarious because yeah. Val's watching it and she's like mm, I'm gonna go on my phone and go on Instagram and she was just like yeah social mediaing the whole time and I'm like this is comedy gold how are you not peeing your pants laughing at this yeah it's like I, I don't care and it just like it hit me like this is only funny if you've had a season and a half of of character building like, I'm invested yeah. in these people. I feel like I know them. And so this moment where he's trying to teach the baby how to do mechanical things because he can't get back there, like, that's <laughs> so funny to me. Because oh, he's, like, very stoic and, like, crass and very, like, unapproachable. And the baby's, like, a really goofy, wacky kid. And, like... It's, like, kind of serious. Like, you don't know if he's going to fucking electrocute himself. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't let him touch. <laughs> you never see him ever, even in the face of gunfire, get flustered like that. Like, ever. And it's, like, it's it's also, I think, the first time there's been, like, legitimate communication between him and the kid. Because normally it's, like, are you hungry? Okay, I'll get you something to eat. Are you tired? Like, very basic questions that you like don't even expect the kid to answer it's like he's talking out loud like you talk to a dog it's like oh are you hungry okay let me feed you and it's like i know my dog's not going to answer me i'm just gonna feed my dog because it's about that time in this moment it's like okay he can actually communicate effectively and know that the kid understands kind of yeah because he's like hey take the red wire show me the red wire and he like holds up the red wire and he's like okay put that one here and it's like oh they have like kind of a working relationship it's honestly spot on exactly like interacting with my nephew like my nephew doesn't talk yet but he fully or mostly comprehends what you say and he just like has a very low attention span or capacity to listen so like You'll tell him no a hundred times, and then he'll finally get something. You're like, Liam, put down the fork. Put down the fork, Liam. Put it down, Liam. And then he'll put it down. And then, like, but he he just, he knows. And it's the exact same communication. That's so so funny. funny. They kind of just do what they want. And they're so entranced by doing what they want to do. And it's, like, it's a mix of that and them trying to, like, actually comprehend what you're saying, but they can't. (laughs) <laughs> oh it's so fucking fun it's, it's such a weird amazing dynamic they know you're serious about what you're saying but they're not serious about yeah, what you're saying they don't care to be serious <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, 
Okay, had to call that out because that was one of the funniest scenes. So going to the fast forwarding back to the Empire base, they get in there and it's super covert secret ops, like sneaking around, uh, taking out a few dudes stealthy and like trying to find the reactor. And then they get to the reactor and they fucking keep pressuring pressuring this blue guy to do more and more dangerous shit when like Obviously, Mando, the guy with the jetpack who can't fall, is the right choice for the job on the ledge. Yeah. You know, hey, slave, blue slave, go fucking try it. He's <laughs> like, there's no guardrail here. <laughs> <laughs> Those little quips just, like, they tickle me in the right place. Like, it's so funny, dude. And I like, love how... Go turn off the reactor. He's like, okay, but you know I hate heat and lava and heights and like everything about this hate i hate it and he like go or i'll add a hundred years or whatever and he goes over and, uh there's not a guardrail here guys <laughs> and i'm watching mando with a jetpack like you cannot fall just do it oh yeah dude unbelievable and i love how he keeps for every little thing karga is his name i remembered he keeps bartering the years he's like you want Another 30 years taken off? You want 50 years taken off? 100 years says you'll do that. Like, he just says tons of shit. I love that. Um, so things, like, suddenly it's more interesting because there's a timeline. They're in this place that's going to blow up. They have to get the fuck out. But they run, they're on their way out. They take a few more dudes out. They see, like, a growth chamber. Growth chambers. And you can't totally make out what's in there. But they're like, it, it's very bad vibes. Yeah, like they're, they're all of a sudden skeeved out. And they're like, this wasn't like a, an abandoned like forward base. Like this is a lab. This is a problem. Did you know, do you know what was in there? So, I mean, they could totally throw a fucking curveball at us. Uh, um, or they could just neatly tie the universe together with a bow. But like. A lot of what people are saying online is that the in the chambers it looks like um it looks like Snoke is being being made. You know Snoke? Yeah. It looked deformed. That's yeah. what I saw. And I was like part of me thought back to the clone the clone wars, like uh mm -hmm. or Attack of the Clones or whatever. They were cloning a bunch of things. And I was like, are they cloning like something that's deformed or their cloning experiments not going well i knew they were obviously trying to build an army like that's immediately what i thought of I was yeah like, me too me too they're, they're trying to make a lot of these things i don't know if these things are going to be successful because they don't look right but they're trying to make not one of these not four of these like a ten thousand of these like that's that i knew that immediately um I, yeah but i didn't know if there was some kind of like sub context that I didn't have as to like I, what that might be. I think it'd be cool for them to tie in the overall universe because it would make Mando and his crew's mission incredibly vastly important to the overall Star Wars saga. But at the same time, like it'd be cool if Mando just did his own thing and it was just a Star Wars story. Like not involving the Skywalkers and all that shit, you know? Yeah. If they didn't make it like an end of the world scenario. Like if it was a very localized problem. That's yeah. all entertaining in its own right. Like it doesn't have to be like all of a sudden I'm the hero of the whole galaxy. It's like no no no. Maybe you can just be like a small time hero like on your own right. And and right. People across the galaxy don't have to know what you did save them. Like don't worry about that. Absolutely. Um so I mean right now what it looks like is that they're trying to make clones for the Emperor. They're getting fucked up, and it, and I think Snoke is just a fucked up clone before you get to the Emperor. Yeah. Uh, and then they pulled up an old message, or not so old message, it was like three days ago or whatever, and it was a guy saying, uh, we only had a little bit of blood from the child, and we need the blood of the child to revive, or to create the clone. So you're like, okay, so now we know why, or mostly why, they need the kid. Well, I heard a little bit of something extra in that message. Oh. 
in that recording, he said, we only got a little bit of blood from the child. We haven't found any other samples with that high of an M count. M, I'm assuming, stands for metachlorians. Oh, Alex, well done. Well done. So I heard that, and I was like, okay, so this brings it back to the force. Something about this, the force blood they need to make these clones correctly. So I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Dude, great pull. That's got to be it. So, Buck, how many of these babies are they killing, dude? Exactly. Did they just scour the planet trying to fucking get all their baby blood? Yeah, so, like, well, it might not even be that species. Like, maybe they're not just looking for that species of kid, but just anybody that has uh, a high metachlorian count. Like, uh little skywalker when liam neeson had his little safety razor that he was talking to oh yeah <laughs> you know his counts were off the chart and that was a, a human boy so like maybe they're just finding anybody throughout the galaxy who has it and they're just napping them up and this happens to be one of those kids damn yeah i don't know that could absolutely be it fuck that would be crazy i'm you know, they're probably going to take, like, a nice little side quest, side step away from that part of the story next episode and then bring us to Ahsoka Tano, finally. Yeah, so let's let's get through the rest of this and talk about where they might go. Uh, kind of... Yeah. I'm not sure where this is going to go. So, I could be wrong, but after this point, after they see this thing, they... And they're like, we need to take some, take the records of the plans, and we need to escape from here and make sure this place goes down for sure. They get out, and they have a hard time getting out. It's amazing action scenes and stuff. But when they like physically get out, from the point they exit the building on to the end of the episode, it's like the most crazy, over the top, or not even over the top, but like high budget, high quality action ever. Oh, it's, it's really good, and this must have cost them a lot. Because you're yeah. right, this isn't uh, small-scale, like, green screen acting. This yeah. is, like, a lot of CGI, TIE fighters, whatever craft that they were flying through the alley. Like, it was really, really heavy-duty stuff. But, so from when they play this recording, all of a sudden Mando's like, I gotta get back to the kid. Yeah, referencing the child, and he's like, "Shit, like this is bad news. This recording's only three days old. So a, Moff Gideon is alive. B, I have to get to the kid right now. So he jetpacks off. Boom, I'm out. Oh, and he goes so fast. Oh my god, <laughs> so fast, so fast. Um, and then you're right. The the rest of the crew. So the marshal. You telling me that you forget his name now makes Car- me Carga. Karga. <clears throat> okay, so the Marshal, Karga, and Fishman battle their way off this little base. In I like their their bit. Like I like this spot, this area without Mando. You know, it's cool just to watch them. It was cool, and I liked. This is going back a little bit, but when they first get up to the base, like Mando skyrockets on, they get in the elevator and go up. <clears throat> And he pops out, and there's like a like a little cargo deck area, and there's some kind of craft covered in a sheet. And the fish guy goes up, and he's like, "Oh my god, do you know what this is? Do you know how much we could get for this on the black market?" And like, I like that it's kind of vague, but what it tells me is like that's like a classic car, like oh. someone went to like an old storage unit and found like an old like Ford Model T or something. Yeah. It was, oh my God, do you know what's in here? <laughs> like, this is amazing. And like, he's he's looking at this old ship like, yeah, this is dope. And <laughs> I wish there was a little bit more context on that, but like, that's kind of how I took it was like, there's just some old ass car that no one's touching. It's covered in tarps and it's like, this is unbelievable. So you're right. So Amanda takes off and the rest of the crew is like stuck to kind of fend for themselves and get out of there. So they take this old ass tank car and fly off the edge and 
we didn't do a good job of describing like how this base is. And if you haven't seen the episode, the best way to describe it is like there's like a Grand Canyon type mm-hmm. scenario, and the bottom of it is like lava streams, and the base is at at the top edge. So the <laughs> the entrance is at the bottom of the alley or like of the of the canyon, and an elevator goes up to the top of the side. And they drive this car thing off the edge, and it's, like, only designed to hover, like, six feet off the ground. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're flying over rocks and stuff, and it's, like, a super bumpy ride, and then they they hightail it out. And that's where this really intense, high-budget CGI action scene comes in, is because they escape, and then they deploy, like, all the... uh, bad guys deploy these tie fighters that are like they look amazing this whole scene this whole yeah. last what 10 minutes is like yeah if really that good and like just the the whole scene where the guys are getting on the speeders and they're like trying to kick their way up and balance with the speeders i was like damn this is so good um and like flying through the alleyway and like them like plucking off with the guns on the back they totally did uh they totally said shit from episode uh episode four yeah where they were like what's going on back there like that was what i'm pretty sure what han said to luke when luke was missing a bunch of shit too oh yeah i think so um and then yeah and then they are getting kind of fucked by the tie fighters um and they're like we just got to make it to the base we just got to make it back to the town and then Mando comes fucking flying out with his newly fixed ship. Before we get to Mando saving oh, yeah. the day, can I ask you a very serious question? I noticed this, and I've noticed this before. There's a vehicle on the ground. There's a flying vehicle. They're being chased. You're at TIE Fighter versus little ancient bus thing. Shooting at each other. The vehicle on the ground... Shoots the TIE Fighter. TIE Fighter explodes. All of a sudden going faster than it was going before. And it hits the bus. Even though the bus is still moving. Oh, yeah. This TIE Fighter is fucking being propelled through space. Like, phew! It's it's trying to catch up, and it can't. They blow it up, and all of a sudden it gains the speed it needs to to hit the thing. How does this work? Uh, Can we talk I about that? I don't know. I, rem- I remember what you're talking about, but I got to watch it again. You'll watch it again, and then you'll be like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Because these things are trying to catch up. They're trying to catch up, and they're trying to shoot it. They get shot. They explode. And the pieces of them catch up to the thing. Like, they're going faster when they're dead than when they are alive. Which <laughs> is very weird to me. Could be yeah. wrong. Like maybe maybe if it showed the the pilot of the Tie Fighter like hit the throttle like and they started going faster and then they got hit as they were going faster that would make sense could but be like, but you're right that does seem super weird and, like, and it's and it's a sizable distance too like they cover like a full football field before they hit them yeah dude and like if you and me are on the freeway and like I'm chasing you in cars we're going like approximately the same speed or whatever and then you for some reason shoot my car and my car explodes my car's not going to hit your car my car's going to stop and you're going to keep going that's how that works yeah Yeah. i saw that happen i was like please explain please explain to me how this works right right someone didn't think that through i think that's Um, the only qualm i have it's crazy the things we pluck out of crazy sci-fi shit yeah absolutely i, I not, totally not have a huge problem like it's fine but it's just worth discussing i think totally always everything is worth discussing um oh so so they make it to the base and they're about to get fucked but mando comes out super hard super fast and then we have a fucking dogfight scene i like didn't realize or didn't remember maybe that he was such a good pilot and he's just like an ace pilot also and just rips them up has no problem yeah dude he 
crushes them. And I guess I didn't realize like the size of the TIE fighters versus the size of the Razorcrest. Like mm-hmm. the, the way the ship looks, like it looks like it would be big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't know how to say that better. Uh, uh, the TIE fighter or his? His ship, the Razorcrest. Oh like, yeah. Looks like it would be big. TIE fighters look small. Totally. Right? Like there there's a little ball compartment where the pilot sits and then there's wing things. Like not a lot going on. Feel like it could be a, a small car. The Razorcrest is like a cargo vehicle. It looks big. But they're actually not that different in size. So like him you know, weaving in and out, trying to trying to get these guys and destroying them, it it's pretty feasible when you see them in the air. It's pretty cool. So sick. Um, and then they like had to wrap that episode up real quick. Like Mando didn't even drop down and say bye to his friends after he ripped through. They're like, all right, Mando, let's meet up. And he's like, nah, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the roll, baby. <laughs> we're gonna get out of here. Please let me at least buy you a drink. No, I'm gonna leave now. Bye. <laughs> Just take in the air. <laughs> oh god. And then and then finally I think he heads off to see Ahsoka Tano. And it looks like the next one is also um directed by Filoni, the dude who invented in partnership with George Lucas Ahsoka Tano. So you were right. Like, the next one is also directed by Filoni. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Episode 5 is chapter 13. Is chapter 13 called The Jedi? I think so. Okay. We have to meet Ahsoka. Have to, but, like, are they going to do a dumb meet her for a second at the end or I have a feeling we're going to meet her. Here's my prediction for the next episode. I have a feeling we're going to start the episode obviously with him still in space traveling. They're going to spend about four minutes traveling slash docking somewhere. Mm -hmm. He's going to get on the ground and search for this person there's going to be a little bit of searching my gut tells me we're going to have about 10 minutes of the next episode with ahsoka and then it's going to get heavy and it's going to cut and we're going to wait till uh episode six that's my gut i think you're probably right i whatever it is whatever they settle on I'm just really hoping that the uh, entrance of Ahsoka is really cool. Like, maybe she's in a cool ancient temple and they have to traverse through that and there's, like, guards or monsters. Like Indiana Jones shit? Yeah. Dude, or can you tell me about Ahsoka Tano a little bit? I don't know much other than what I've seen in The Clone Wars, which has been many years since I've watched that. That's... uh, that was in the age where I wasn't listening to people talking. I was watching lightsaber fights and hearing the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> There was nothing going on. So, like, can you give me some insight into who this person is? What's going on there? Yeah, I mean, a little. Like, I, I mean, I know all my stuff from um, Clone Wars, too. But she was Anakin's apprentice. And because Anakin was, like, the way he was, you know, like, didn't give a shit about rules and, like, overly confident, she was kind of groomed to be that way, too. So she was highly, exceptionally skilled and talented, but also had, like, problems with authority, just like Anakin. But she was a, a really good person and also had problems with the Jedi. So she would see errors in the Jedi way, like, when they when the Jedi tried to do, like, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was, like, on par with, like, assassination attempts to end the war or something, and they're, like, and she, I, I mean, this could all be generated in my mind, but it was a, a situation just like this. I like it. I love it. Where she's, like, I, that is wrong, what you're doing. Like, I thought we were supposed to just be the peacekeepers, 
I'm out. So she bounces, and then she uh, goes on a bunch of side missions and does a bunch of crazy shit with Bo-Katan. Um, and they become fucking bros. The Mandalorian and, chick. Yeah, and they okay. become bros. So Bo-Katan is, is like, longtime friends with Ahsoka at, at this point um, when we meet her in The Mandalorian. Um, and she is on a kind of remote planet fulfilling some mission during Order 66, and she survives and... I think just spends the rest of her time like in hiding slash protecting people. Um, I'm not sure about that gap, but she survived. She was one of the very, very few that were talented enough and smart enough to survive order 66. Um, so that'll be cool. And she's like, I don't know how they age, but she like should be a full, she should be older, like a full grown adult or older. Like she's kind of a kid in clone wars. What timeline was Clone Wars versus where we are now? So Clone Wars was long before... Clone Wars was, like, right before Luke Skywalker was born. Oh, shit. Okay. So, oh, you're right. Because like would have been training someone at a younger age. So it's... So give or take 20 years ago. So she should be... Honestly, like, our age. That's it? I would have thought older. Uh, maybe maybe older, actually. Maybe like 10 years older. Well, so that makes sense then for the actress playing her. Rosario Dawson is yeah. probably what? Late 30s? I mean, that's my guess. Let's take a look. I can't wait to see her in the full-on Ahsoka Tano gear. I know, dude. And I know, like... All the makeup for all the characters that are physically wearing makeup in this show look so good. So like they're one. She's forty one. Mm-hmm. So they're not gonna mess this up. Like she's not gonna look like trash. She's not gonna look like underdone or whatever. Like it's gonna be very clean. And I'm like pumped to see what this looks like. I know. She's gonna have these two dope ass tentacles like coming out. Oh. And she like might not even look like herself like if we didn't know it was rosaria dawson like we might not know it's her which will be cool well i think we would maybe her her voice and demeanor is very telling to me like well her you're right her voice is one thing but i there's things that you can't really cover up from people and that's like the eyes well i guess with enough makeup you can cover up just about anything but like the eyes her nose and like cheekbone structure are pretty distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're going to leave her face pretty much alone. Like it's obviously going to be makeup and like painted, but I don't think they're going to add too much to her facial like structure. It's going to be like the hair. Right. Totally. And her uh, face is very distinct. Absolutely. I'm just un uncontrollably excited. I'm just so juiced to see her finally. So we uh, should see her in a few days. Fingers crossed. But uh and I guess it's like a forest planet. So like what is she doing in the forest? Is she continuing hiding? She doesn't really have to hide anymore because Empire's gone. Um I don't know. I mean you do you not have any theories of like what she's been up to? I I've been so caught up in like us just finally getting to meet her and see her. Like I haven't thought about what she's actually doing. Maybe she knows about the the plan. Like maybe she knows that Jedi are being hunted to try to revive the Emperor or something. And she's like trying to stop them or whatever. But Ooh. Over under on her and Mando fighting before they reach an understanding. <gasps> she's oh. gonna think he's coming for her blood, and she's gonna try to fight him, and they're gonna have a little battle before he's able to get out of his mouth. I'm trying to return this kiddo to to your evil sorcerer friends. Like, please. <laughs> Damn, I like that. that. 
That would be really cool. I don't know if that's the case, but I kind of think that something like that might happen where you're right. She's probably very aware that she and her blood type is being hunted. So if someone comes looking for her, she's like, Mm-mm, I don't think so. And then, you know, tries to dispatch the Mando, which you cannot do. I'm, uh, I've, you said, ever since you pointed out, like, how small these, sub, these planets, I use air quotes, these planets are, I'm very curious to see how he finds her. Like, he lands on one part of a huge planet. He's like, <laughs> have you guys heard of Ahsoka Tano? Yeah, she lives across the street. <laughs> He's over there. Because you know I'm totally right. Yes, like, absolutely. It's, it's kind of frustrating how how it works like that. Where it's like you land here and the planet could be the size of Jupiter, but everything you need is within like a 30 second radius right. from where you landed your ship. And like it would just be cool like if we heard that she was on the other side of the planet or they gave coordinates and we saw him like planet hop. Like just real quick. Yeah, dude. Like, even if it takes, like, a few minutes or whatever. Just, like, oh, I landed here. Oh, she's on the other side. She's on the dark side of the planet. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, something cool. That would make it cool. Like, imagine if, like, half the forest planet was completely civilized and, like, had uh, cities and all this cool shit. And they're like, oh, I know who she is. You, here are the coordinates. Go meet her. And then, you're as the audience member, you're kind of expecting them to land in another part of a city. He goes around the planet and he lands in a crazy tropical rainforest, super dangerous. Yeah, like uninhabited because they can't inhabit it. In the middle of the rainforest, just like you know, lands there and is like crushes trees, completely desolate. No one has tried to, you know, uh, like what's the word? Uh, No one's tried to develop this part of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, there's a lot of options they could take, but my gut tells me they're going to have a fight before they come to terms with the fact that they're on the same team. I immediately go back to uh, Thor and Iron Man fighting for the first time they met. It's yep. so cool. Uh, yeah. Like, what I like more than fucking, like, good guys versus bad guys are, like, good guys versus good guys. <laughs> Something is Don't cool. Mother know you weareth her drapes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, writing gold. Oh boy. Um, so that's all I have. I'm very stoked to finally get to this next episode and uh maybe turn it up a little bit. Yeah, dude. Not that they've been keeping it down. Yeah, no way. But it's, I I think once we God, I hope once we get an actual legitimate Jedi in the mix, it should be cool. Like, to see an actual lightsaber in the show, I mean, that's yeah. going to be a game changer, because that'll be the first, right? Other than the dark saber, Which kind of doesn't count. It counts a little, like a half. Like a and little he, half. He, it was like, lightsaber action will count. Like, uh, we saw him cut open the hull of a broken TIE fighter, but, like, seeing a Jedi or somebody use a lightsaber to fuck shit up. Yeah, and especially when they do the little twist around, they're like, wow, wow. Like, they, like, spin yeah, around yeah. really fast. He just cut himself out of a ship and was like, I have a dark saber. But, like, someone that's like, I have a lightsaber. And they're like, whittle <laughs> it around like ballerinas like right right (laughs) it just makes it way better and i think i'm very excited for that i think it'll change the game a little bit it will it'll feel it's just continually feeling more and more star wars how many episodes are in this season uh eight and so way through yeah fuck oh i don't like that one bit you know what? It ends on December 18. Oh, we already discussed this. And then after that, we do a Christmas movie. And then we are off to 2021. See how that goes. Woo! Oh, boy. Oh, did we boy. talk about Christmas movies already? We didn't say what we do, but we said we would do Christmas movies. Okay. Good. Because I didn't remember anything specific. 
And I think we need to discuss what that means. Not on air, but at some point. Figure out what that means. Yeah, totally. But if you're listening and you have a good Christmas movie you want to recommend, hit it. Tell us. Seriously. Uh, Speaking of if you're listening, I see some of our listeners are in Israel. Yeah. Um, What? Interesting. So please, if, if you are hearing this and are in Israel... Let me know what's up. Reach out to us. That would be great. Um, let us know what Christmas movies you want us to watch. I uh, bet you guys have some real good ones. You know. <laughs> I I just heard myself say that out loud and uh, wanted to wanted to kill myself. Anyways, uh, if you got any recommendations, please let us know. You can reach out to us at aswspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us uh, on our website aws.show on our twitter instagram and facebook aws uh podcast on any of those platforms or type in alex and sterling watch stuff and we will be there uh sterling has a phone number for you which i'll probably forget on my second go through uh it is 415 488 5031 415 488 5031 i have to say it fast or i just lose it so i have a great story so we were going to disneyland one day and now that i think about it i don't know why they asked but we were at like the entrance gates of disneyland you know like where the the mickey mouse thing is and the flowers and stuff where everybody's the best as soon as they get into disneyland they take their pictures there you know exactly what i'm talking about totally totally because it's beautiful because it is beautiful we were standing like right at those little entrance. What are they called? Carousels, I guess. Yeah, uh, the like turnstiles. Turnstiles. Boom, nailed it. So my sister was in front of me, and they asked her for her zip code, which I don't know why they would do that. Oh, they, it's like it's for uh like stats. Like they want to know where most of their their visitors are coming from. Like it's good uh, for their numbers, you know. Okay. Okay. That I mean that makes sense from like a tracking perspective. It was just so strange to me cuz like she had a ticket. So it's like take my ticket, scan it, let me the fuck in your park so I can go ride some rides. They're like where are you from? What's your zip code? But what was funny to me is that my sister had to list off our entire address to get to the zip code. <laughs> It was like it was one of those things like if you try to pick out uh, like three letters from the alphabet, you can't say them in order. You got to start from A oh, right. to Z. If someone's like, start from T and you're like, uh, what? You're like, oh, A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, A, So they're like, what's your zip code? And she listed off our whole address and got to the, got to the zip code. <laughs> Dude, I feel like, like you with the phone number and it's like, totally. what's the phone number? Oh, uh, and just like let rattle it off it's it's for me it's also like uh saying the last four of your cell phone you're like uh and you have to run through it real fast yeah dude it's so weird how your mind works that like way wired wired to do it that way i don't know why it's so strange um all right man um well thanks for covering Mando with me let's of course i'm gonna text you you like to watch yours a day day later normally like saturday saturday sunday yeah just whenever i have a minute like i don't watch mine like the night it comes out fridays are usually bad for me one of my favorite new games is like what alex predictions are going through because you've gotten fucking like eight out of ten right so far so like i i like i want to text you be like dude you got it but i wait until you no you should man you should text me because like you know you know i don't care about spoilers at all ever on anything like unless the one stipulation if you spoil james bond or batman for me (laughs) i will kill you that's it though that's it though anything else any other movie or show or anything in the world i don't care like we'll we'll talk about it and then I'll watch it and I'll love it. But the new Batman movie and the new James Bond movie, if those are spoiled for me, those people will die. 
when those come out, we're going to have to cut ourselves off from social media because they're going to be on fire. Everybody's going to be talking about it. Damn, I don't even... With with the new lockdowns and stuff, I don't know how those are going to be released. Like, if they're going to come to home theaters or... When was the release date for Batman? Shit, I know it's been pushed back. It's for sure 2021. That's that's been known for a little bit, but I don't know what the what the plan is. My my guess is summer. Um, oh, March! Damn, March fourth. That is to me like around the corner. Yeah, it seems soon, especially with all these new. Oh, oh, God, no! I'm a dumb bitch. Uh, March four, twenty twenty two. Oh, nah. Dang. Batman is is due in U.S. cinemas on March 4th, 2022. Its original release date was June 25th, 2021. Oh, see? I was close. I knew it was going to be summer. (laughs) Oh, God, that's fucking weak, bro. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Wonder Woman is out on, like, Christmas Day. And so is Soul, that new Pixar movie. Dude, you know what we need to do? Um, and we're still recording, so we might have to cut it off at some point. But we need to rent out an AMC theater for oh, our pros and and go see Tenet. Yeah, we really do. We I want to see that, that so bad. ASAP. <laughs> I want to do that so bad. Yeah, me too. I've never wanted to go to the movie so bad in my fucking life. I know. I want to go there, bring all the beer we can stand, get some nachos, and watch Tenet like now. Oh, God. And like have an intermission just to make the experience last longer. oh my god all right Um, hey we're gonna we're gonna stop recording you mind if i call you back right after so yeah let me go pee first seriously gotta pee so bad all right um guys thank you so much for listening if you lasted this long you're welcome um (laughs) and thank you thank you for listening thank you (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome we're a service to you bitch (laughs) 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 All right. See you guys later. Thank you.